This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. A Dadsnet original podcast. Lads, have any of you ever experienced a completely stress-free car journey with the kids? Sorry, Jim, but that is not actually possible. You know what, Sparky? I actually agree. I mean, my eldest now is, what, 10? And in the last 10 years, I don't think I've ever, ever had a stress-free car journey. Except that time that I went on my own, obviously. You know, <laughs> <laughs> when you've got the car to yourself, that's like pretty little, good and stress Like a little holiday, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I was obviously listening to uh, other dads' net podcasts. Uh, obviously, you know, yes, yeah, yeah, of course. Yes, yes, yes. But I guess that doesn't really count, does it, guys? No, but it is on brand, so well done. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right, maybe maybe completely stress-free car journeys, that's pretty much impossible. But there, there are things you can do to limit the stress of a car journey with kids. All right, one sec. Let me grab a notepad. All right, ready? Yeah? yeah. Tip yes. one. Go yeah. on. Okay. Sorry, I didn't know you were waiting for answers. <laughs> no. Yeah, we're ready, Jim. It's nice for... Well, I don't want to tell you before you've got the notepad. <laughs> yes, we're ready, teacher. Leave late so that they go to sleep if possible, right? Straight into tip two. Audiobooks for the kids with headphones. So they're listening to them, okay. their favourite stories. Send them off to sleep potentially as well. I like these, yeah. Keep them coming. I thought you meant the headphones for us, right? <laughs> Not safe in a car, young Sparky. <laughs> I've written that down. Tip three, snack bags. Keep them entertained, keep them filled, keep them hydrated. Tip number four, travel with the youngest one on the passenger side, or if you've only got one child, put them on the passenger side. So if you need to stop by the side of the road for any reason, they're already on the pavement side. That's much safer. You know, if they need to do a quick wee... That's all right. I mean, those are pretty good suggestions, uh, but I know uh, what we used to have was nursery rhymes on repeat painfully. But that's only mainly because the wife objected to the cool hair glam 80s rock playlist I always <laughs> used to suggest. You are so cool, Brad. Yeah, yeah nothing, nothing better than spanks and guitars. <laughs> Here Jim, I go oh, again Jim. on the road. Jim, Jim's like these kids and their music. Their yeah, I know. Music. <laughs> I'll never understand the young whippersnappers. <laughs> anyway, a final tip, right? Make sure the kids are comfy in their car seat, just like the Graco Turn To Me car seat, suitable from birth to four years, plus it smoothly turns in all directions with one hand and in one smooth motion, making it easier to get your kids in and out. Ah, uh, yeah, and it has 10, 10 reclining positions with luxury padding and built-in side ventilation. They are travelling sweeter than you. Yeah, I don't think I've ever sat in a seat that nice. <laughs> exactly. It's very well priced as well. £149.95. Google Graco Turn To Me or hit the link in this podcast description if you want more information. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads Podcast. <laughs> Hello. 
It's Loose Dads from Dadsnet. It is your weekly opportunity to hear some dads chatting about dad things together. Coming up, we've got the big question of the week, which comes from the time that we met up in London and had a bit of a chat powered by wagon wheels. We all got together, realised how tall or short everyone else is, (laughs) and it was a learning experience for everyone. Uh, We'll look inside the news at the big news of this week, which was, I think, the most panicking news there has possibly been for a long, long time. And we'll go under overrated as well, where I'll sit in the chair and the others will throw stuff at me and I have to say whether it's underrated or overrated. But first of all, let me introduce you to the panel. And because this is the week that we're recording this, that our dear leader, Mr. Johnson, has uh, given his big speech to the Tory conference, I thought I would introduce the panel in terms of the speeches that represent them so uh, we've got brad brad is the winston churchill we shall fight them on the beaches we shall fight on the munding grounds we shall fight in the fields and in the streets yes and that's that's just brad and his kids (laughs) brad will fight you anywhere (laughs) if he's got that dad mode on (laughs) Um, Or or if you're a dirty lefty yeah, well, exactly, yeah. So the opposite of what Churchill was really going on about, wasn't it? Teach you soft boys all what you need to know. <laughs> um, Sparky, you can be Martin Luther King. Yes. I, ha- I have a dream, but it keeps getting interrupted by my very early alarm. Uh. <laughs> Fantastic, Jim. I don't know if you've noticed, but um, Sparky gets up very early for work. He... He doesn't like to talk about it too hey, much. Uh, guys, after last week, by the way, uh, Jackson slept three nights, uh, three mornings in a row past oh, 6.15. Can oh, I get a hell yeah? yeah. It, Jim was right, by the way. It was a phase. It, hopefully, <laughs> if he wakes up tomorrow, though, Jim, you were wrong. Um, yeah, okay. But it's just another phase. The phases yeah. just happen very close to each other. Short phases. Yes, exactly. And we've got Jack as well. Jack is the famous Mahatma Gandhi quote. The greatness of a nation and its moral progress can be judged by the way it's animals are treated how are you treating animals at the moment Jack? <laughs> yes um, no, I'm still steering clear of the, uh, the cow tip milk but uh, the you pigs just are said cow milk dude you didn't actually have to emphasise it with tit milk I think everyone understands where milk comes from <laughs> yeah. really well look Instead no. of that old bollock milk, you're not going after that cow bollock milk. It'd be like a, that famous scene from uh, uh, what was that? Oh. Um, the bowling film, Kingpin. Kingpin. That's it. Like, hey man, guys, I milked your cow for you, and they're like, "We ain't got a cow, we got a bull." And whilst he's sipping the bucket, but there we go. You got to state the origin, don't you? Fair enough. So yeah. Anyway, Jack um, came out as a no longer vegan during last year, last oh. week's show, and that's uh, that rocked the world. Do you, know the world. Do you know what? That reaction you guys had, like cheering and saying, "I'm so proud of you." That is the reaction I've had from everyone I've told. <laughs> my my stepdad rang me up after he listened to the podcast. And when I answered the phone, he went, <laughs> Yeah. He went, I feel so proud. I'm like, oh. 
Oh, you're no, one of us. You're yeah. one of us. <laughs> I gotta say, I was glowing uh, in the pre-podcast chat when uh, Jack already brought up Lardons within two minutes of the call tonight <laughs> on the Zoom, mate. He's back on bacon Lardons. We love so you, delicious. Jack. So we love delicious. you. He is certainly off the wagon. He couldn't be further away from the wagon right now. The wagon is over the horizon, and he's nowhere near it. Uh, oh, by the way, the speech I'd be is uh, "Let's be having you. Where are you? Come on, where are you?" From Delia Smith. (laughs) This is under overrated. Under. Over. Under. Over. Under. Over. Rated. Where are you? (laughs) (laughs) One of the greatest speeches of our lifetime. Inspiring. Uh, this is under overrated. I am so confused. I'm so confused, guys. I don't oh, know man. Who the hell Delia Smith is. We've got to send you that. That's like that's part of your cultural integration to the UK. You've got Oh to- my goodness. If you've Just- not seen that, that's you've got such a joy. But you need to know the background. The background is that Delia Smith was all this very prim and proper TV chef. She was one of the first people to really do it on TV and to, to kind of do the real basics of cooking. And she was very earnest, but very warm and very cosy. And she owns a football club, Norwich City. And there's a game where she was, well, she's the chairperson, I guess. Mm. Uh, there was a game where the crowd, she really needed the crowd to get behind the team. Unfortunately, she'd had a couple of sherries in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> and the rousing speech. Oh, my goodness. You will, uh, you'll enjoy it when you I'll see it, Brad. It. You All really right. will. I've texted it. Save it for after uh, the potty, mate. Yeah, I can see it in the group chat. Good shout. Good shout. I'll never watch Let's it. put it on the Facebook group in case anyone hasn't seen it. Oh, God. It's just a, it's a joy watching it again so anyway. <laughs> anyway, this is Under Overrated. I'm Jim, and what I do is sit here in this chair, and the others give me stuff uh, that I have to rate as underrated or overrated. It's as easy as that. And Jack, you are going to go first. What have you got? Delia Smith. Delia Smith. Oh, 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 someone's, someone's prepared this evening, I can see. I, it's, it seems that someone sent uh, SJ's crib notes on to Jack. Oh, oh, that's oh. Cool. Just say the last thing that Jim said. Uh, Delia Smith, I think, is underrated because she is now known for the drunken rant at a football match more than anything else. And actually, she's probably helped lots of people learn how to cook. So, yeah, um, yeah. so I'm going to go. So yeah, Delia Smith, underrated. Probably uh, overrated as a chef, but underrated as a scriptwriter. Yes, as a speechwriter, well, yeah. <laughs> Potentially so. Uh, Sparky, have you got something for me? Yeah, um, what about red wine? Oh, underrated. It's um, it's a glorious drink. In fact, just uh, reach and find one. There's <laughs> <laughs> always one within arm's reach at Jim's house. <laughs> I've just shown that on the, uh, the Zoom chat. That's that, from. Um, is that a nice Malbec? It's, uh, this is uh, um, I don't know what it is this is the one from Aldi that's really nice but I don't really ever know it's like a Spanish one it just says red wine what's toro the loco. picture on it because I'll just copy the picture Jim because I'm it's I'm a get- toro loco is uh, what it's called mate. which is like is that crazy ball or something yeah. in Spanish um, but yeah I've, I've never really known what a tinto superior well, yeah I can't read that but um, <laughs> but someone recommended it a while ago and it is nice so there you go I'm, I'm trying to get into red wine. Like I do feel like I like the way it makes me feel. It's a warming glow rather yeah, than a gassy yeah. belly feeling. Yeah, so. Here's a question though. Uh, drink it, and this might be sacrilege to some people. Drink it chilled or drink it room temperature? Yeah, you don't drink it chilled because you, we're, not monsters, yeah. Yeah. Why, we're not monsters, are we? Yeah. Why? What are you going to suggest then, Brad? No, no, no. I was, I was just querying. 
because uh, okay. yeah, I'm with him. It's one of those. It's one of those that you actually you want it to drink at room temperature because cold red wine just I don't know it just tastes funky. Yeah, we're not we're not drinking sangria. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Oh. <laughs> just dropping in that you're a connoisseur too, are we? <laughs> <laughs> we understand from, from the carton. <laughs> Fresh out the carton one, the watered down carton one from holiday. <laughs> the ones you get on holiday, yeah. <laughs> Award winning sangria. Ooh. We're having it though because we're cultured. We're not having a bit. We can have beer anytime. While we play the locals on the balcony. Yeah. The locals yeah. drink. <laughs> and the locals walking past going, would not take that with a barge pole. <laughs> Brad, have you got something for me? Uh, yeah, just a random one. Middle names. Middle names are... Hmm. I was going to say they're overrated because really do we need them. But then I thought, actually, it's quite nice, isn't it, to have a middle name and you can have a little tribute to someone in your family, maybe. Mm. And, and that's quite a nice thing to do without having to use the first name because I've just thought, actually, my kids, their middle names are really meaningful. So actually... Oh, I've changed my mind on the spot. You've just heard that crunching U-turn there, which I will admit, I'm more than happy to admit a U-turn. I'm not going to say that uh, something that's a complete disaster was always in the plan, like some other people might suggest at the moment. Uh, yes, I think they're underrated. There you go. They're a very nice way to pay tribute to someone in your family. Nice. Uh, I I, a lot of people, I don't know, if has any of you got the uh, middle name that's your dad's first name that was a big tradition wasn't it where people just go my middle name is basically my dad's first name which I think is a little bit egotistical of him but uh, there you go but he wanted to pay tribute to himself and his amazing (laughs) testicles for bringing you into the world rightly so it's a bold move though because I might have been a knobhead (laughs) Harry's middle name is Jack is it? So I've, I've done it. You've got the I've ego as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Jack- no, it's, but it is also a tribute because my great granddad was called Jack, so I'm named after him. And Jake's middle name is Sydney, which is my other great granddad's name, which is my middle name. So they've both got a great granddad, but it just so oh. just so happens that my name is Jack, and so it's and Sydney, and it's Lee. yeah, I know. Yeah. And what we're saying in your family, you can only remember about three names, right? Is yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. cycle them. Just cycle them. <laughs> Um, is it ego? Did, 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 did Danny not want to add like any of her family into the middle name mix, or was it just like, hey, Jack, you take it all? No, uh, I'm. Oh no, Harry. Harry is a. Hey, he a did all the work, mate. He literally impregnated her. <laughs> like he did all the hard work. He cannot Come argue on. with that. Cannot argue with that. <laughs> Come on. He had to find the parking space at the maternity ward. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And held her hand the whole way through. He didn't even go yeah. out once. So come on. <laughs> the worst worst pain I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> so uncomfortable seeing them. So uncomfortable. No one should have to deal with that. Like, yeah. yeah. You're selfish of them, if anything, really. <laughs> yeah. That's what I. Um, if she listens Jack, to this, I'm dead. Like, yeah. <laughs> Jack, what have you got for me? Uh, Seinfeld, the TV show. Oh, I think that's overrated. I think everyone loves it. Everyone thinks it's amazing, and I watch it, and it's fine and it's <laughs> it's well written it's very cleverly put together but i just can't stand watching it it just really does my nut i think it's, everyone thinks it's, they think it's, it's kind of voice it's 
it's like the way he talks, he just does my head in, man. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realise that was a Seinfeld impression until after you said Okay. <laughs> um, he's just did got you... that is annoying, a whinging, whining kind of voice, dude. It's like... Mm. So they've re-released it on um, Netflix, haven't they? So it's having a bit of a surge in popularity. But he, your your theory is that people think that they like. People it. think that they like it, yeah, and but then don't watch it. They like like to say that they like it because it's like this classic comedy, but yeah, but really you don't don't care. But he, uh, did you ever see B movie that he did? No. Oh, what the actual no, animated the B movie? An, an, yeah, animated the animated. Film. Yeah, he voiced he voiced the no, B in it. No, but my kids watched it like a bajillion times. So he has just had to come out in, as part of an interview about Seinfeld being re-released and say that uh, he's sorry and that the um, sexual elements of it were not appropriate for a kid's movie because there's this element that the bee falls in love with a human woman and tries to fight her boyfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's all a bit weird. Well, if that bee wants to represent as, uh, to identify as a human. But what's like, wrong? <laughs> Who are we like, talking? Like, what? okay, hold on, hold on. So he tries to just, what, like, sting the guy? I was going to say, yeah, you should, uh, you should see where he stings her. Uh, oh, oh what really? Oh, okay, okay, okay. The plot thickens, dude. <laughs> okay, I know I'm searching on Pornhub later. This always happens after. Always happens after a podcast with you boys. I go and search something weird, and uh, <laughs> on, yeah. on Pornhub it's just it's, Brad doing Seinfeld yeah, impressions. I was going <laughs> to say, thank God I'm not the only one with the weird search history now. <laughs> So, the, I'm, so are the makers of King Kong gonna have to do that? Because that's a bit of a, there's a romantic <laughs> thing there, isn't there? But it's, uh, yeah, it's you know, yeah. Would, well, I, I the logistics of that are not possible. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't oh, think yeah. they're promoting anything on Netflix at the moment. So, right, but, if okay. you, but if you do search on 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 Pornhub for that though, it's King Dong. <laughs> so, so, you know. But that comes in with autocomplete on yours, doesn't it? Anyway, so. <laughs> uh, Sparky, have you got something else? How appropriate is this segue? Because I have got written down here going large uh, after after the mention of King Dong, and I mean like going large, like at McDonald's, like the ultimate dad thing to do is you go large, don't you? Like, I'll, I'll I'll have a large, yeah, large because I'm the dad. Like, is going large underrated or overrated, Jim? I don't even remember the last time I went to McDonald's. I have no concept of... <laughs> All right, Chippy, then. You're, you're, such, a, you're, you're such a McDonald's you're... snob, Jim. <laughs> but I don't. But no, but I can't because you're really... Because child. That's what you were going to say. Yeah. No, it? but what? I can't... All right, Jim, I just because you have because I, just don't, every day. I don't have a clue about whether it's a good deal or not because it just doesn't enter into my like I can't value it alright no okay so, so then use it like in Starbucks then do you go for a venti do you go large like are you the oh, just, large oh right do you just mean <laughs> eating and drinking more in general yeah like as the dad <laughs> yeah do you go large portions do you like them whoa 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 I think just generally as a parent though if you're going to order yourself a coffee it's going to be the biggest one there is mm. oh, okay oh, of course 
You have to. And also, uh, if you order a meal, you should order the biggest one because you're going to end up giving away some of your meal, right? Because that's what happens. There are little scavengers (laughs) who don't like what they've got and um, you will have yours. Yeah. Okay. In that case, underrated. But essentially, you were saying just eating more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jim, you sound eating. Do you like eating? (laughs) You need a Mackey's, man. You do. You need like you need a twenty box nuggets. Like, come on. You know what the worst? Treat yourself, Jim. Come on, Jack. Have you not tried them since you're back? Come on, mate. (laughs) Yeah, because I because I reckon probably last time Jack went off meat, they were probably made from like chicken entrails and feet and whatnot. But now they're just 100% chicken breasts. Yeah, come on. It's a whole different world now, Jack. Not interested. (laughs) <laughs> it's probably just put, probably just put a little allegedly in there just to just <laughs> in case <laughs> they retrospectively sue. So. Ronald comes after no, you, mate. In that, 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 what are the chances what? that someone from McDonald's legal team listens to this podcast? <laughs> anyway, guys, what, supersize what me, please. Over? If you are listening, I like large. Supersize me. Jim doesn't appreciate it, as you've just heard. That, that, well, that, that, this is the funniest thing is I remember I watched because who it was. Um, oh, what's the chef's name? Jamie Oliver. J- J- yeah, Jamie Oliver campaigned, didn't he, for McDonald's to stop using random chicken pieces in their chicken dippers, uh, chicken nuggets, oh, yeah, because that's what yeah. kids would eat the majority of the time. And he went to a school, and basically, he had a group that's of children in front of him, and he was like, All right, guys, I'm going to show you what goes into a, chi- a McDonald's chicken nugget. So he goes, here's some chicken feet. And they're all like, eh, and he puts it in the blender. And he's like, here's some chicken um, entrails. And they're like, eh, and he puts it in the blender. Here's a chicken beak and, eh, and put it in the blender. Anyway, so he blends it all up, comes to that like pinky mulchy crap, which was not really good for them. And in the end of it, he takes that and then makes chicken nuggets. And then he goes to them, he says, all right, so now you know what's in this. Who would eat this? And every single one of them put their hands up. Oh, Jamie, never try, mate. Never try. <laughs> I mean, if you're trying to get children to be discerning about food, then you're really on the wrong track. <laughs> they don't care. They will eat any old muck as long as it's got ketchup on it. That's yeah, absolutely yeah. fine. Um, Brad, what have you got? High school reunions. Oh. Oh, this is interesting, right? Because. I've talked about this a few weeks ago. For some reason, randomly, I keep remembering people that I know from school or from like uh, from places I used to work and things like that, and thinking, oh, "I wonder what they're up to now." Yeah. And I always think, oh, "I'll just like Google them or something." And I can never find them. You know, it's it's more difficult than you think. Um, and I'm kind of intrigued to meet up with some people that I've not seen for ages. However, I think actually in reality it would just get awkward very quickly, <laughs> a little bit boring, and um, we'd have nothing to say. But there's something that intrigues me a little bit about that because I just I think I see... Well, I don't see anyone from school, really. I, I kind of talk to a couple of people, and then maybe like a couple of people from university, and that's about it. And, you know... Yeah, you pick your people. So... I'm, you know, I'd quite like to go back and see what everyone's doing and find out about people. And but yeah, and how I much think, better you're doing than them? Yeah, like that. Well, no, well then that is a sorry state for them, isn't it? <laughs> if they're doing worse than me. <laughs> oh my god, pity them. It's the only time that I've thought oh, 
Oh, I wish Friends Reunited was still around. That makes it easier because <laughs> it puts everyone in one place. See, and, you like, know, the people with common names, you know, it's easier to find them. See, like for me, being being part of like, I guess, one of the first adopters of Facebook, like my or majority of my classmates kind of all signed up to like Facebook when it became quite big in what, 2006 mm. and seven, And... I kind of knew exactly what everyone is doing now. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. if I if right. I went to a, a high school reunion, I'd be like, um, so I know what you're doing. So what are we going to talk about? <laughs> but, but wouldn't that make it so awkward? Because yeah. you go to your reunion and go, and, and oh, like, how are your kids? How do you know I've got kids? Exactly. Uh, has, has, has Tommy and Dave? How do you know about my kids? <laughs> well, because you post about them all the time, you idiot, on Facebook. Oh, Come on. I, I, love what, I love what you've done with your garden. Yeah. Oh, lovely do extensions. Those, do those Speedos still fit? Yeah. Wearing last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, Barbados 2008 looked good, didn't it? <laughs> the wife looked cracking. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I see I'm not friends with a lot of people from Facebook. I think if I look back, there is probably a reason that essentially one of the only people that I see regularly and talk to you regularly is i've got one person from uh from sixth form college my mate ryan who's like my best mate and that's it from that whole period of my life mm. so there's probably a reason for that right yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim. that's because i'm saying you pick your people that you hold on to like there's a few that i've kept on from school but other than that i i don't know like they're on facebook like you said and I mean, I saw a meme that sort of sums this whole thing up the other day as well. It's like, isn't it brilliant when you see like the the head girl at your school on Facebook with two kids asking if anyone's giving away a washing machine because she's skint now. And it's like, I know, like, it's like, that's what the Council of State Bible, where I grew up, right? The, yeah, the, uh, the girl... Our head girl, I did get chuffed when she got pregnant, like really early. Like, <laughs> no, that's savage. But everyone was like, oh no, all the teachers used to bow down to her. And it's nice to know, well, it's not all, you know, mapped out, even if the teachers bum you all the way through school. Like, but <laughs> Can I, I just want to throw in here that I was deputy head boy. So. Oh, 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 of course. Oh. You know how to set an example. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, no, no, Jack, we have to stop this now. School prefect. I was, uh, oh. To be fair, though. At university, I was a student rep. I was head of the uh, HLSS student oh, council. Oh, God. This is it, though. Like, this is what's happened. I grow up, and it's the people I dislike I end up hanging out with. I'm engaged to a teacher. <laughs> like. <laughs> Anyway, Jack, I love you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how to feel about that. Uh, this is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. We're going to be talking about the big shocking news of the week where we all had to find something else to do for six hours. That's coming up on Loose Dads. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet, where you can talk to us anytime you like. and make it sound like a chat line. That's not what it was. It's not <laughs> we charge a premium rate. It's, uh, chat, 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 chat. I used to be able to remember the Scunthorpe United club call number. It was 0898 something. I can't remember what. I used to ring up and then you'd have to pay based on how long you were on. So they didn't give you the news. They went, oh, coming up, news of a new, a new signing. But first of all, and let's oh, just <laughs> slow the pace down a little bit. They used, uh, anyway. to, they used to do that on those sex lines too. Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I know, didn't matter I know you you're here to quite quickly. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're here to hear about my breasts, but um, yeah. the latest news is. 
<laughs> I mean, in many ways, the, that's the why I lose dad, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Dad, dad, dad. Dad, dad. Anyway, it's not that. If you want to get in contact, if you want to mess around, like send us a message or whatever, then go to the Loose Dads Facebook group. So Loose Dads uh, podcast on Facebook and you'll get to our group and just chat with us and do some stuff. Uh, anyway, Jim, stop making to... it sound so tempting, mate. <laughs> <laughs> chat with us and do some stuff. Jim's the one that will do the stuff with you. Just can we get that up front? <laughs> stuff not guaranteed. <laughs> Let's look inside the news. It's been a fairly bad week for Facebook, all told. Uh, first of all, they had this uh, woman who had been a product manager within Facebook who turned whistleblower, who was uh, talking about uh, the internal workings of Facebook and how it feeds division and tries to break down democracy and stuff just to get people to use it more often. Uh, then on Monday night, it all disappeared. It went off. Facebook was off, Instagram was off, WhatsApp was off. What did we do with those six hours? What? Who, did everyone survive that? <laughs> I <Barely>. had severe <laughs> anxiety. <laughs> Perfectly fine, guys. I, I was at the, uh, the Adelphi Theatre watching the Back to the Future musical, so it didn't impact me whatsoever. <laughs> Ah. No, it was a bit like the 80s, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. It was like going back. Like exactly, back. it was. Yeah. Yeah. Went back we to went 1985. Back. <laughs> so we know the cause of it now. Brad went in the uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, I, 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 In the I Mandalorian? In the Mandalorian? <laughs> oh, what were you just said? No, sorry, what's it called? The DeLorean. The DeLorean. <laughs> sorry, what's the Mandalorian? The Mandalorian. That's the Star Wars. <laughs> the Star Wars. <laughs> Guys, all sci-fi, it's all around the same thing. Like, come on. And, 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 and so that, was, that, that was the one with Dr. Yoda, wasn't it? He was the yeah. Yeah. scientist, yeah. And then... Must back, back the we get. We go. <laughs> it was Mar- Marty, Mc, uh, Marty McSkywalker. It was crazy <laughs> times. Dude. Man, I mean, stop saying this because they will nick this because they'll put anything on Disney Plus at the minute. Uh, so, uh, I mean, that's on play, his way. Play Chuck Berry on his lightsaber. Yes, that's that, it. Yes. Yeah. The, this is the mashup that was born to exist. <laughs> surely. Yeah. Hey, fan fiction, which I learned the other week from you boys. So, oh, yeah, yeah, there you yeah, go. There exactly. You go. That's it. That's it. Exactly. Um, I, I feel for uh, Jack to the his new, Jack's new position as um, as social media guru with your massive course, uh, yes. Loose Dads Jack account on mm. Instagram. Mm. How did it feel yeah. to be away from your followers for a while? I... I f- think this is why Sparky had anxiety <laughs> because he was away from my updates for <laughs> no, no I, th- I think all all 98 of them um, would have suffered greatly without knowing what I was up to which was refreshing my Facebook feed to try and find new guitars to buy <laughs> <laughs> crawling through marketplace did you have to use yep. Gumtree for a minute like just to I calm did, it down I did I found some good stuff hey Nice. Is that because no one else goes on Gumtree, so there's no one else there to buy it? It's just <laughs> exactly. Oh. Don't give away my secrets. Okay. Shh. 
Gumtree might want to work with us in the future, Jim. Come on. (laughs) There is is a serious point, though, in that WhatsApp is used by a lot of people and a lot of organisations, and in some countries it is the one legitimate way because of the deregulation or the unregulated nature of it, which is kind of bad in some ways. Um, In some countries where there's maybe oppressive regimes, WhatsApp is a way people can communicate, um, Mm. and only Mark Zuckerberg can look at it and, you know, (laughs) <laughs> if you can't monetize it, he's probably not that bothered, is he? So they can get away with that. Oh, yes, but, Jim. But also, there's businesses that just run on Facebook and Instagram and and WhatsApp. You know, there's you know smaller Instagram businesses or yeah. I well, I had a client who was trying to get through to, in touch with me through WhatsApp for a really urgent job. I didn't see it till the morning, and he was like, "Can you do this this evening?" Got it in the morning and went. Nope. <laughs> no. Sorry, mate. What, he Sorry. didn't SMS you? Like, because that's the say, thing. Though, come like, on, the SMS is still available. And if There's you see the little clock, yeah. like, you know, I, 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 I'll define you. Yeah, but no, I'm not looking at. I'm not text. looking at old school. I'm not looking at old school stuff. Yeah, but no, I bet you, I'm on a DM could, or a WhatsApp. It could have yeah, emailed you, though. You, yeah. Well, hold, hold on. You he, must he listen to your emails because we send you our audio files for you to edit these podcasts. So we know you check your emails. Yeah, Friday no. morning. Yeah, when he's got to edit the podcast, <laughs> mate. Like, I mean, he just, when he the knows they're coming. should have been out already. <laughs> I, like, I actually did cheat on WhatsApp good and proper, though, with iMessage. Like, I actually got into iMessage on my iPhone a bit and was like, oh, actually. Yeah. Isn't iMessage where all the fancy stuff is anyway? You know, yeah, it's congratulations, cool. it sends balloons and yeah, stuff like that. Like, definitely. I'm like, this is, why don't we use this? Then I tried to carry on using it with SJ uh, the next morning when WhatsApp had come back and she was like, don't make me walk over here to hear you. Like, it's like, <laughs> all my conversations are happening over here on WhatsApp to go into another app that's like walking across the room to have a conversation with you and <laughs> on like, iMessage you can make a message do a little jump up and down can't you and that is that exactly. makes it better than mm. WhatsApp anyway so <laughs> Jim but, um, groundbreaking but, but obviously yeah. um, because SJ's in charge we're back to WhatsApp um, and that's <laughs> working again yeah. um but not, not like it was ridiculous though like the hoo-ha it caused and it did actually just make you think for a second what did we do what did you what did you do before you just trawled through a news feed unnecessarily for an evening you know like <laughs> basically uh, it was a bit of a hole for some people like the the the, the freak out that people had on on twitter because that was the only social media that was working i went to twitter and just watched everybody make a, a, an anxious gag about being without instagram and whatsapp <laughs> see like it was I, a good night for twitter though wasn't it It really was i mean it was like the old days right, jim yeah. it was like the old days of twitter in, in fact hold on myspace had a had a, an influx of uh, signups <laughs> hey, i um that was one of the big gags on twitter actually brad you were on there too by oh, the sounds nice, of it nice, 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 tom nice. welcoming all his friends back come yeah. on Oh, we're still <laughs> friends. Oh, MSM Messenger got a few mentions too. Brad, you're going to say nice, that next? Nice, <laughs> nice. The good old days, man. The good old days. Bebo. Did any of you guys use Bebo? No. Oh, no. 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 Are you a bit, bit old for that, are you? Yeah. 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 Black Breeze. Does anyone remember Friendster? Friendster was, the, uh, was no. one of the first ones. <laughs> Friendster? Yeah. What was that on your abacus, Jim? Or your it was like a really... It was, <laughs> like, it was um, a local meetup at the pub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Friends. Sorry, friends. Yeah. It was just meeting friends. Like in, you didn't throw a sheep. You didn't poke them or anything. Well, sometimes you did. But you know, that was amicable. The Facebook where you poked people and threw shit at them. Yeah, and you were like, like Jack is is a zombie and he's bitten you. 
And you can oh, only oh, talk in the third person as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And I don't you love going through your memories on Facebook. No, I don't love and it. Seeing, and seeing like where you've made this really awful post and no one has commented or <laughs> liked and, it or and, anything. And, and you can't for love nor reason understand why you put it up. You're like, yeah, yeah. what is that for? <laughs> it's like just talking to yourself in a vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> but also Facebook's just, remember seven years ago when you were still a prick. Like it just keeps <laughs> reminding you, yeah, you did that, you like, failed. Like, like, like. Or Jack, do you, remember, do you remember 10 years ago when you watched Parks and Recreation for the first time and you posted just quotes of it all the time? Oh. <laughs> Oh, how like, funny you were, Jack. And, and, and I, like, I, I thought I was being so humorous because I don't think it does it anymore. But like whenever you used to put a status, it always used to say, what's on your mind? Yeah. So I, I then was like, <laughs> oh, um, cerebral fluid and a skull. Oh, there you go. I thought I was being oh, so funny cool. that time. Oh, <laughs> oh, <dude. gosh. laughs> Hold on, can we, can can we just say how sad it is with we're, we're being wenwees about Facebook? Like I know the last no, few no. years <laughs> talking about how we survived without Facebook, and we've gone back to just reminiscing about the good old days. What I get from looking at my Facebook memories is that there was a time when before we had smartphones and stuff, or at least the smartphones that we had, where if you put pictures up it'd be about a week after the event so you'd have to download them <laughs> yeah. off your digital camera yeah. onto your desktop <laughs> yeah. and then put them up whereas you know now you, you're doing it as you're out and yeah. about aren't yeah. you so yeah. true it's like, yeah. it's like oh it must be 15 years since I did that and it's like oh no it's not it's like <laughs> it's 15 years and 3 months since but, I did but that you know and, and you just did a big photo dump didn't you like once every few months yeah. you'd go album of you know this year at uni <laughs> so true yes. But there was something kind of, um, I don't know if you thought, there was something beautiful about it that like, I, exactly what you're saying is I remember like a year after we'd moved here, like my brother and some friends from SA came over because we went to the Reading Festival in 2008 and we went and obviously I took photos and we experienced it and like a week later I was just going through all the photos thinking, oh yeah, that's a good one to put up and it was like a nice mm, little yeah. reminiscent thing as well whereas nowadays, as you say, it's like you're there, you're like, cool, take a photo, yeah, okay, oh, that's not the right one, let's take another one, nah, that's not looking good, all right, let's take it and then like you take end up taking like four or five like so just true. to get the perfect yeah. shots, you know, rather than yeah. experiencing and having fun and be like, you know, whatever the photo comes out looking like it is what it is um yeah so yeah that's that's a it's a little bit of a simplicity that i kind of miss a little bit i think we're we're so digital now it's crazy no that's actually but, except for five hours on monday night when we weren't yeah so you know maybe we'll get another one of those you never know yeah, I, yeah i'll go back and look through my photos of those five hours and yeah. <laughs> decide which ones are good enough to put back up <laughs> Uh, Sparky, have you got a news story? Yeah, I have. Um, like the most pointless things happened. Um, I don't know if you've heard about it today. News story. Amazon have brought out a shop at Blue Water, like a general store shop, like mm. not just, you know. Um, not a food shop. Not a food shop. Just, you know, what? why do they need a shop? If I want something from Amazon, I order it offline and they bring it to my house. Like, Pointless. Oh, they do this stuff every now and again, don't they? Just as like a little gimmick, That's just good. to get people talking about Amazon again. Yeah, but are they good? like I bought the most random thing I've ever bought this week, which is a water flosser. Now I guarantee in the Amazon oh, shop they're not going to have a water. Please let me know what it's yeah, like. Yeah, I'm desperate to actually like. know what it's like. My Underrated. dentist told me to know what it's like. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my dentist told me to get one, right? But they're not going to have that in the shop. But like, so Amazon's got everything in the warehouse that you want, 
Yeah. So just order it off there and then you don't have to carry it home. I don't want to go to Blue Water to go to Amazon. Hold on though, is it not like <laughs> going to an Argus? Well, that's it. Or I'd go to B&M or Home Bargains if I wanted it. Why does Bezos need to spend money on a shop? Just keep building the warehouses out near airports and stuff and bring it's, it to my house. It's so that when you're out shopping, like as, as if online shopping wasn't dominating the high street enough, it's now when you're out shopping and you go, oh, I could go to that shop or that shop or... Oh, yeah, Amazon. I could just order yeah. it on Amazon. Yeah. I just go home and order it on Amazon. So it's just yeah. an advert. The shop's an yeah. advert. It's, it's, a, it's a big advert. Yeah. I like to think what he's done is gone, right, so with Amazon, I've destroyed the high street. Now, what I'm going to do oh. is destroy online shopping by building the high street again. <laughs> he's a maniac. He's a maniac. Um, but seriously, though, guys, water flosser, greatest thing in the world. Like, oh, have you actually used it? Yeah, I bought it. Yeah, right. The, she said to me, the dentist, oh, yeah, I recommend you should get it. Anything between your teeth. And I was like, but I hate cutting my gums to pieces with yeah, a piece sorry. of plastic. Yeah. Um, and no one likes flossing, do they? No. So she said, oh, get get the thing. 25 quid, I think it was, guys, the one I went for. I didn't go full oral B. I just thought I'd dip my toe in to see what it's like. And, mate... It's amazing. Yes. Like the first one, I've wrecked the bathroom mirror because it's just close your mouth. That's just my best advice. You're like, close your, no, close your mouth because it's just like... It's a jet wash. Six years worth of plaque in between your teeth all over the mirror. Crack so, the mirror. I was going to say, so obviously Jack wouldn't know this issue until recently, but like that's the thing about flossing traditionally is you could then take it out and go, oh yeah, there's about a two-week-old piece of steak there. No. Um, oh. how, how do you know... Because obviously, oh, no, it just goes in your mouth. Everyone, just it everyone, washes into your mouth. Everyone here has, I'm sure, flossed their teeth, and you know that you know once you floss your teeth, like the stench that comes off of the floss is just horrendous. Oh, oh. no, Brad, no. How do you know that it's cleaning though? That's what I want to know. The mouth, gob out. Mouth it's the gob out. Yeah, it's the mouth soup that you, you like. So you know, like when you get a mouth soup from mouthwash. Oh my god, when you jet, what? like you know, mouth soup. when you What's spit out. Soup? Well, you're not going to you swallow. You got, you got all those bits of vegetables and steak in there. You make you just, your soup with your water flosser. <laughs> that's exactly what happens. And you spit it out. And in the sink, there's the, there's the chunks of the two-week-old steak and stuff. Mate, I thought, I've, like, from seven years ago, a bit of blooming, like, beef rib came out. I'm not even like. Uh, okay. All right. Okay, cool, um, cool, cool. Well, no, that's good because I've, I've often wanted one, but I was just a little bit reserved on getting one. Yeah, no, and, now and they it, sound repulsive, so I won't. Yeah. No, the gaps, guys, my mouth's never felt cleaner. The gaps in my mouth. And I honestly, I'm, I did make myself bleed with it. The jet washer is so powerful yeah. that it did still like, and it ripped well, out such an old piece does, of yeah. plaque. Wow, yeah, man, yeah. Mate, mate, you're selling it. Yeah, get it, guys. <laughs> you, 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 I feel I like am, my, my teeth are just holding on. Guys, <laughs> I, I feel like Bezos I'm, has gotten to Sparky. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of concerned about how we got here and I can't really remember the route. And <laughs> Amazon, Amazon, mate, the Random stuff you can buy on it, Jim. Right. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone was expecting the uh, the water flosser review in the middle of the news. But <laughs> hey I think it's Pops it's a route wherever. that Hugh, Hugh Edwards should take that route at some point. <laughs> I think he does it like a story about Brexit, one about COVID, and then just goes, "Tell you what, I got for my car. Right, I've got this new wax. Brilliant. Really good. Anyway, uh, this is what happened in Parliament today." <laughs> That's basically Sky News you've described there, Jimmy. Yeah, no, that is actually, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Jack, what have you got? Uh, so uh, from one uh, balding megalomaniac to another. Uh, I wouldn't call you a megalomaniac. Oh. So. <laughs> Very good. I set myself up for that. Um, uh, Putin. So you remember uh, the other week when gas prices hit a record high 
and all everyone's gas companies shut down. Mm-hmm. Russia is now boosting supplies to Europe and uh, prices of gas have dropped massively and all the investors have stopped panicking and now everything's right in the world because Russia intervened. Oh, and how scary is that? Yeah. What a world. <laughs> what? <laughs> and, and we wonder why no one interferes with Russia and their foreign policy. It's because all they have to do is put a little bit more oil into the economy and suddenly everyone's like, oh, phew. Oh, our economies can recover again. <laughs> Thank People you, are Russia. like, Thank God for Russia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please interfere in our elections as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's all right that you do the killing people on our uh, on our, our soil stuff if you're going to let us have a bit of gas. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the kid at school. It's like the bully kid at school that used to steal your football and then go, or give us a quid and I'll give you a football back. You know, mm, mm. he would steal stuff from the shop and sell it to you cheap as well in the playground. Well, yeah, yeah, so you true, go, yeah. oh, all right, swings and roundabouts. Uh, he, he was your only way to get porn at that age. You know? yeah, oh, great porn supplier, Jimmy McCall. Thank you, mate. Sorry, I've named him. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be listening a little disc of jpegs <laughs> was was he writing that on uh, on friends reunited when that was around this is what i remember what i used to do well, he's still still selling it <laughs> i like is. i like to think of uh, russia in this case though as being like the dad with the hose pipe you know how the kid your kid will always wants to use the hose pipe mm. and you can just go and step on it and stop it <laughs> just so they go what it's not working until they look in the end mm. then you take your foot off the hose pipe <laughs> in yeah. their face and that is vladimir putin oh, it's, so, it's so scary how reliant on them we are Hey, still that's good. At least it's all right, is it, Sparky? Build back better, better, better (laughs) pricks. I don't know. I don't know. We're fine. The good thing is that we at least we've got all of those countries that we've got that big arrangement with to be in a big block, so we could sort of fight. That's still going, right? That's nothing's changed. No, the 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 block is still going. Just yeah. Yeah. So we're still part of it, aren't we? Yeah, because you know why would we leave? That and oh, I, I, there's myself. something you missed in the Facebook outage, Jim. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Brad, have you got a new story? Yep, yep, yep. All right. So, a TikTok doctor reveals the most dangerous sex position that causes 50% of penis fractures. Oh, God. Right, oh, guys. No. So I know okay. what you're thinking. Uh, I know what you're thinking. In our head. <laughs> guys, I know what you're thinking. A penis, and, and I've thought this as well. A penis doesn't have a bone but they refer to it as a penis fracture all right yeah, right so I, I know i can almost feel it oh, wow <laughs> wow okay so you might know the answer to this then what sexual position do you think causes up to 50 percent of penis fractures and this is for oh. the listeners out there to make sure that they <laughs> Just a play along. A bit of we we need the countdown music. Because what happens is um, during this one particular position, there tends to be an erratic thrusting of movements between the two parties that are not in sync. And this is what, what he says, this doctor says, uh, leads to the male Jabberwocky. I don't know why he's going oh, with the Star Wars uh, uh, reference. Um, I smell Star Wars. That's Jabba, a Wookiee. Jabba. Oh, Jabba. Jabba. You're thinking Jabba the Hutt and a Wookiee. Uh, yeah, well, there we go, dude. Okay. Jabba Wookiee was a poem by Jim. 
And it's no, a, I didn't write it. And it's, a, <laughs> and it's a dance troupe from America's Best Dance Troupe. Uh, Come on, guys. It is a poem, and I've studied this poem, and I can't remember and who it was. Writes. It's not You're Edward right. Lear, is it? He is, is it uh, written Lear? by Lewis Carroll. Lewis Carroll. There we go. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Oh, so, good old Lewis. I'll uh, just take back what I said. Never said anything about Star Wars, guys. Anyway, um, this can lead to them. From, from the nerd. <laughs> if, if Jack was kind, he would take this bit out. I ain't going to do it, though, is he? Because <laughs> this makes me look like the knowledgeable nerd. Well, but, our sci-fi knowledge has been off on the show today, but guys. Hold, hold on. This is what happens, though, when I haven't read the full article and I'm trying to just re- read it on the fly and be smart and intellectual. It just doesn't happen. Just Sorry. don't do it, guys. If um, you're going to reference the uh, Lewis Carroll poem and uh, injuring your member, surely uh, something else from that poem would be more appropriate. The Bandersnatch. Oh, the Bandersnatch. Yeah. That feels like, oh, a, don't, my friend actually feels like did a better name for it. Break his banjo string once. He thought it, the woman was having a really good time. Like he was like, she's really enjoying this. Uh, like this oh. is really... <laughs> She's really flooded the basement here, guys. And uh, <laughs> look at Jim's face of disgust. And then... Uh, well, like, we all knew where you were going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flick the lights on, looks down at himself and it's flooding nightmare on Elm Street. He's like, oh, oh mind your string, boys. Mind your string. But sorry, Brad, back to your new story. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anyway, so to, to, to come back to it, um, I've got two questions. All right. Number one, does anyone know the name of what a penile fracture is called? No. Okay. It's a tunica albuginea. Or it could be tunica albuginea, depending on how you want to emphasize it. All right. Okay. Yeah. Number two, <laughs> and Jack, you're probably going to uh, know the answer to this. <laughs> what is the sexual position that causes at least 50% of male penis fractures? Jim, go for it. Your guess. Reverse cowgirl. <laughs> Reverse cowgirl. 100% correct. Jim, you little <laughs> sneaky sausage. You are a dot. You are a porn <laughs> hub connoisseur. You mother. <laughs> Hey, hey. Did I ruin your game? <laughs> oh. Jim, the one who's supposed to be the nice, uh, polite one out of nice all of us, and knows. Uh, what can I say? Hey. All that knowledge. Jim, who's currently in plaster of Paris as we speak. Yeah. For his, uh, for his, uh, After a band of snatch to his jabber walk. <laughs> Whilst doing reverse cowgirl. Wow. What? Oh, man. So, um, how has he studied this? Has, has he been going around casualty departments and asking anyone that comes in? <laughs> Have you broken your survey? penis? I guess so, because um, from, from what I understand is uh, fractured penises are actually quite common. Right. Never okay. had one myself, no. but uh, yeah, apparently they're quite common. Had a, so. had a couple of scares. But... Yeah, a couple of near misses, boys. We've all been close ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. I think I think I've dead. torn the top off. Bear with me a minute. It hurts immensely. I shan't be, I shan't be able to finish it. I think I'm gonna have to stop. 
Oh, boys, you know when you know when Al, the founder of Dad's Net, listens to this podcast, we're going to get another of those texts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll be a voice note, <laughs> and it will be a detailed voice note. Sorry, Al. <laughs> and it'll be because he was just about to go into a meeting with a potential sponsor, <laughs> no. and he had this one lined up. It will be him telling us a story about how he had a band of scratch yeah. moment. That's what it'll be. <laughs> Oh, Brad, you, we can always rely on you. <laughs> one week, one week, Brad is going to come in and he'll have a story about a kitten. And it'll be a lovely story about a fluffy kitten. Yeah, who snapped his banjo string. <laughs> this week is not that week. <laughs> this is Loose Dads from Dad's Net on the way. The big question, which is from our big meeting up that we had, powered by Wagon Wheels, to chat about some serious dad topics. That's coming up next on Loose Dads. <laughs> This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. I'm Jim, there's Jack, there's Sparky, there's Brad as well. And we all met up a few months ago and we had some conversations powered by wagon wheels and we got to eat some free wagon wheels as well. Yes. It was the day of dreams, basically. And some <laughs> and wagon uh, wheel by, branded beer as by well. By the way, who won the uh, the eating competition though? Let's just uh, put that out there. Okay, Brad. It was not me. Um, there's one where you had to put a wagon wheel on your head and get it down into your mouth and eat it. Yeah. And Brad is like a ninja. He's just, I mean, hey. unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. He took the gold for South Africa that day. He did. <laughs> oh, yeah. In the fine line of uh, South African gold medal winners, Oscar Pistorius and then Brad. So, oh, oh, my God. You put the two of us together. <laughs> oh, wow. What can I say? And you came second. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Right, so on. anyway <laughs> have a listen to this this is one of the chats that we had about big serious dad stuff powered by wagon wheels <laughs> waiting for the phone to go <laughs> see there we go <laughs> you told us it We've got a message. Nice. Here's something to chat about. Mm-hmm. You've lost your confidence and you've lost your spark in your relationship and now it's impacting your fathering. How do you feel? What do you do? It's easy to lose your confidence and particularly when becoming a dad, I've packed on the pounds. Uh, I, I know that's... Say anything. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on, this is a safe space. I'm done. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, I, you know how they say like a, a pregnant woman will eat for two and I was eating for four. And, uh, I was putting on sympathy weight and I packed on about three stone. Mm. And it's so easy. It's so easy to lose your confidence. It affects how you think, doesn't it? Because 100%. you feel bad in yourself. You, you do feel more sluggish and you can't do as much stuff as you wanted to do. Yeah, I, I, found, I found I was putting on weight because I'm eating off the kids' plates, you know. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. yes. So the end of it, I, I hate food waste, so I'm like, you don't know, are you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> suddenly these love handles are like... Uh, yeah. There's also a thing, um, I don't know if you found that, Paul, uh, where you go down the pecking order, because obviously when you have a kid, they're number one, aren't they? They are number one, and everyone else has to shift down a bit in the pecking order. Does that affect? I think as a parent, as a dad, it does, certainly, because all your priority becomes on the kids, rather than yourself. You kind Mm. of forget yourself so much more, whereas prior to being a parent, you would take have those self-care skills and all those kind of 
things that you would do when you suddenly got a house full of children yourself is forgotten about. The last thing you want to do after like you've had a stressful day, the kid's not going to bed, you know, you've had a few words with your missus and then it's like, oh yeah, I'll tell you what I'll do now. I'll go for a run. No, I won't. <laughs> I'll sit in front of the sofa, I'll pig out, uh, I'll pig out on crap food and then and then you start slipping into habits. It's definitely something that happens. But did anyone um, do anything sort of to help themselves and maybe feel a bit guilty about doing something for themselves? Because we can do that sometimes, can't we, when, we, when we've got kids. Anyone done that? I think the, the trickiest thing, which I still battle with, is parent guilt. You know, whenever you feel like you want to do something by yourself, you, you instantly feel guilty. You're like, oh, but, you know, is the kid going to grow up and feel like I was never there just because I'm taking out this two hours for myself? Mm, uh, that's um, it. It doesn't, matter, it doesn't matter how worn out with you them you are in the day. Yeah. When I go to basketball twice a week, you know, it's it's right at dinner time. And Jake, my oldest, looks up at me and goes, Can I come down? No. And I'm like, oh, man, no. Yeah, no, no, because I can't wait to get away from you, if I'm really honest. But that's the thing. And what you say about going down the pecking order gym, like that is something that you really have to come to terms with. And people warn you about this at the start of your getting pregnant. Now it's like, oh, prepare yourself. No sleep and all that beautiful sparking relationship that you've got. <laughs> Good luck keeping hold of that. And, and you go, shut up, you negative Nelly. And you try and move on with your life. And then actually it happens and you go, oh yeah, they were right. Yeah. Like. It's harder to, I don't know, you're obviously still in love with them in exactly the same way and you still feel the same, but there's this new thing that you've never experienced love like that for before. I, I don't think it is the same way. I think it changes completely. You reckon? Like, because pre-kids, pre it's all about each other. It's all about, you know, what can I do to please you? And, and that love changes. It goes from being, you know, like, I don't know, in my experience. Sorry, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> it goes from being, you know, that almost bright sparkly you know youthful relationship to we're in this together and the love is it's a deeper thing now when that changed did you were you worried about that were you concerned about that did you think oh this is different yeah definitely i think i think the the years after having kids were some of the toughest of our marriage because because it changes so much being completely honest i did worry about things but as time's gone on you know, as the kids got older and we're sleeping a little bit more at night, <laughs> just a little, <laughs> um, we can go back to paying a bit more attention to ourselves and stuff like that. I think that's, that's always important to remember is, I mean, that's the philosophy I have is, for me, Shay is still the most important person in my life. And it might be controversial uh, because a lot of people say, but your kids, your kids, uh, because we were a couple before mm -hmm. uh, and they will grow up and they'll move on and we'll be a couple after. Yes. Um, so uh, for me, it's always important to make sure that, that relationship is is number one. But I've got to say, as a guy that is in need of like affection and you know words of affirmation, like you, they do disappear a bit after the the, the baby's born because every bit of love you find is sort of going in the baby's direction. You're like, whoa! Do, do you know when it changes? Hi, what about me? It changes when you're trying to get pregnant. That's it. If you're trying to get pregnant. That goes from being a fun thing to, <laughs> to a job. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Unless it happens really early on, you just think, oh my, we could have had another few months yeah. of that. <laughs> What's going on there? So did, you, did you notice any of the changes in your relationship at all? Well, we've got, I'm in a same-sex relationship. So we've got four children, two sets of twins, and we also foster children as well. So there's six kids in our house. So wow. myself and my husband, Michael, Life is really full on. 
and you're knackered and sleep deprivation in our house is the worst thing ever. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, yeah. that's the main I problem. really can't function without sleep. Whereas my other half can. Right. He's okay. loads better. Whereas me, I just cry because I just get so tired. Whereas Michael can carry on. I don't know about you guys. I think in my in my relationship, I'm the one who can get up early. I've, I've managed to be able to do it. Um, which that is also shooting myself in the foot because now I have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, because you know it does still tire you out even when you're up that early and you're mm. kind of okay with it. But my wife, she can't. She's you know amazing at everything else. The worst thing was the night feeds for us. Mm. Whereas, my, I mean, when I hear friends and say, "Oh, guess what, Paul and Michael, we're having a baby," I think, "Oh." <laughs> There's that thing in the Good luck. Good luck saving your relationship. Go on, mate. There's been so many times with me and Danny where we find ourselves bickering over the course of a week or something and going, The most what? stupid things, though. And we're going, like, what? what is the problem? What has happened here? Yeah. Oh, neither of us has slept yeah. <laughs> yeah. for three months. Yeah. I think that people go on, don't they? A lot of people who I think are maybe a generation away from it. It's a lot of kind of grandparents and that go, Oh, it's the most wonderful thing in the world when you have a baby. <laughs> But for a lot of people, it's not. And mm -mm. I mm -mm. really didn't like the baby stage. I loved them, but I just yeah. didn't like that stage at all because it's just no sleep. I just remember, you know, both of them were pretty awful sleepers and being sat up at night because they'd only sleep in a sling when I was standing up trying to watch it. Don't sit down. Watching all of Netflix. <laughs> Having kids is not fun until they hit about six months. Yes, and then you start getting back. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, to be honest, I think if anyone out there ever thinks that, oh, we'll save a relationship by having a kid. Whoa, oh, you're what, that's, a that that's a crazy move, like I'm with you. And I, I definitely think one way that we really broke down that frustration, that bickering was when we learned to laugh at each other for the savageness of parenting. Right. Like, you know, those jokes we go off for crying out loud. Our, our sort of our language, but you know, our relationship has changed how we talk to each other. Like we, we now talk probably quite stressed and probably quite <laughs> Direct. Yeah, direct. Because there isn't time to muck around with all the niceties. Do you actually have any time to just spend together? Do you ever get to do that? We try and kind of set, you know, couples have date nights and stuff. We don't do that. We just try and get that time together. But generally, I don't know how you guys feel when we have time where it's just us two. I feel really naked sometimes mm. because, you know, when you're suddenly not with the whole gang of the family. Oh, man. You yeah. know? And yeah. It's like, now what do we do? What are we going to talk about? We tend to just uh, sit on our phones, looking yeah. away from each other on the sofa. Telly's yeah. going in the background and like, this is love, guys. This is love. Just showing yeah. each other pictures of the kids. Oh, yeah. that's, oh, that one. <laughs> well, you did that, right? Yeah. Look how cute he is, look how cute he is. Starts crying. Yeah. Oh, they're going to And then when we go to bed and they're asleep and you can just sit and stare and look at them and think, God, they are so beautiful. Yeah, when they're asleep. And then, yeah, not 100%. <laughs> But then they start to move anything. Please. Please. So I think there's a one topic that we've not talked about no. after the uh, the children come along. Let's talk about sex, baby. Oh. <laughs> okay. How's um, anyone got anything to share about how that might change? I'm going to come straight out of it and say I think a lot of people do sell the negative on this. Like, oh, well, that's it. Your sex life's over. And it's not. It's not. And I think that's partly down to you too. It's like keeping your spark alive. Like, so it's, you know, trying to 
do date nights. <laughs> yeah, get your notepad and pens out, boys. But I like, honestly, never underestimate the power of a foot rub. Let's just remember. That. <laughs> right. They're tired. And Bridgerton. And stressed. Hey, a bit of Bridgerton and a foot rub, it can really change the mood very, very quickly. But no, I, I think intimacy, you know, if that's your love language and if you and your partner before you had kids were quite intimate, then I don't think it has to destroy... Your relationship, a midwife told me a story when we were at the, no, I'm not even joking you. A midwife told me a story when we were at the birthing suite. We just had Jackson and she said, I said, oh, what's the maddest thing that's happened to you as a midwife? And she went, I walked in on someone who just had a baby having sex with her oh, partner. Okay. And I thought, what, what the hell? Whoa. What about that moment makes you go, Mm, yeah. I can, I can <laughs> recall nothing about that moment. Is it the hospital gown? With the It's the little reveal. <laughs> so if anyone wants to spice up their relationship, <laughs> it's a hospital yeah. gown. That's what happened, but no, like, I think never underestimate the power of a foot rub. Never forget those words of affirmation and mm. remind them that a cuddle is important, right? It's important in it because we've talked about having not having the time to have those niceties, but actually you do have to make the time, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might be six months later when the kids are asleep. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, man. And then not too loud just because the kids are yeah. asleep. Okay. Yeah. Hey, that's why I'd say move them out of your room as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Six, six months. months nah, 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 nah. Yeah. It's like, boy, are you ready to go in your own room? <laughs> okay, yeah. Daddy's got some business to attend to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I was, I was petrified having sex after kids, after the first kid, because I thought, I don't want another kid just yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm obviously super fertile. So, <laughs> well, clearly, yes. as we found out already. So obviously, shortly after, I mean, Shay had caesareans and shortly afterwards, you, you feel a little bit cautious, you know, uh, having sex again. And then after that, down the line, when I had the vasectomy and we had sex up for the first time after that, I kind of then felt her pain. What you what? It was a pain. It's like you know, having surgery because of the pain. Because of the surgery, because of the pain. Yeah, but Brad, you, you know this is a couple of weeks. You, you know, know this is going out on the internet. You know your missus will watch this. That's hey. fine. That's fine. Hey. Brad will not be coming home again. Yes, now. Are you better now though, Brad? I'm much better, thank you. <laughs> Paul, what was it like for you guys? We are two men. Obviously, we are both very sexually active as well, and as a couple. I mean, I have to say, I love sex. As a, as a gay guy, I love it, and my partner does. To try and do that in the privacy of your own home when you've got so many kids is really, really difficult. Mm. Changes the game, doesn't it? You know, because those moments of where you start to get really intimate and then you hear a bathroom light get switched on. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. It can really throw you off your stride, can't it, mate? You know, you play musical yeah. statues. Like, <laughs> yeah, you just like, what's the point of this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, forget it. <laughs> forget it. It's gone. Let's oh, just yeah. say there's lots of things that can happen that yeah. can destroy the moment. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's absolutely fair. That's why I put a lock on the door. Uh, what? On your kid's on door, you bang out the You can't lock your kids in a cage so you can have your wicked way. <laughs> <laughs> Just put some food underneath the door. <laughs> exactly. Pipe down, child. You can come out in 15 years' time. <laughs> yeah, the problem is, though, that is not one of those things that gets better. That, if anything, gets worse with time. You know, early on, you don't want to wake them up, obviously. But then later on, oh, yeah. they're in and out. They're going to bed later. They're mm. coming in from nights out. So that's going to be an issue until 
we all chuck them out of home. Yeah. I guess that makes it a bit more like being teenagers again, you know? Because you have to yes. sneak around and find those moments in the oh, choir. Really? Okay. But in a way, that's, yeah, I suppose that's kind of... That's beautiful poetry right there. That's the way to bring the spark back, guys. And right there, we've gone full wagon wheel circle on that situation. <laughs> this is Real Talk, powered by Wagon Wheels from the Dad's Net, featuring the Loose Dads. So that was from our chats that we had powered by uh, Wagon Wheels and you can hear another one of those next month as well. Thank you very much for listening to this. If you enjoyed what you heard, then share it with your friends. Give us a review and a five-star rating and make sure you check out Loose Dad's podcast on Facebook to get onto our group and dadsnet.com as well. Thank you very much to Jack. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much to Sparky. Thanks, gentlemen. Thank you, Brad. Thank you very much, England. And remember... Do not go into that good night. Fight, fight, fight. Winston Churchill. Beautiful. Was that Dylan Thomas? I don't know. I did. I, 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 <laughs> did I not go gentle it. into that good night. I, 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 that was your Seinfeld impression, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That was his Delia Smith. Uh, don't forget to watch that. This is Loose Dads. Let's be having you. See you later. <laughs> Loose Dads. A Dad's Net original podcast.